What more can I say? Skater Boy Fancast. I'm Sopra Kojess. And I'm May, and I'm frankly so shocked that I've forgotten my own last name, and I probably will never remember it. That is the most valid of all of the last name bits that you've done. Like, that one I actually believe could happen because the world is crazy right now, guys. I mean, yeah, the world at large, but mostly the Avril Lavigne world. Which is our world, you know what I mean? Yes. My world by Avril Lavigne. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. I can't help if I space out in the days. Got fired by fried chicken ass. I did. It was really bad for me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I never got fired by fried chicken ass, but I did get fired from a Tex-Mex place. Mm. Kind of the same. Throwback Thursday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, as we all know from last week's episode, there was a rumor via tabloid, People Magazine, uh, and TMZ that Avril Lavigne and Maud's son had broken off their engagement. The crazy part about this was that, one, there was speculation that Avril was dating Tyga, a, n- another musician. Because they were seen at a social dinner together yeah, with multiple group. other people at present. And then two, that Mod Sun's representative said, as far as he knows, they are still engaged. We find out within a matter of days, they are officially broken up. It's interesting because in preparation for this episode, I listened to our last episode just to yeah. hear our hot takes. And we were convinced that Modson and Avril had broken up. That part, we were like, that's definitely true. But mm-hmm. we were very anti-Avril and Tyga are together. We did yeah. not buy it. No. And then we said, and if they are together, we hate that. That's bad behavior, yes. Avril. We might hate you now. Yes. Well, here's Quiet. the thing. I was actually thinking about this. Okay, so I was thinking about this today because this um, was... I don't know why, what was I thinking? Did I read something on Reddit or something where someone said they had an Avril tattoo? Something about an Avril tattoo was in my brain. And I had that thought of a previous episode. This actually might not even be in a current episode. This might have been in a previous recording of an episode that we have since redone. But we said if we got a certain number of listens that I would get an (laughs) Avril-themed tattoo. Not a tattoo of Avril's face. It would be like the red star from... Mm -hmm. The early days like something like that but um like <laughs> I, after all of this it that would make me embarrassed to have that tattoo and granted oh. I, I could obviously justify it and be like it's for my podcast and that mm-hmm. is true and genuine and I would be okay with it from that standpoint and then I was thinking today like if I had if we did get that number of subscribers and I did have to get an Avril tattoo I would get like a skateboard and then yes. it would be skater boy and not nice and Avril yeah. and the podcast but, like, this situation would make me embarrassed to have an Avril Lavigne tattoo. Not 100%. that anybody out there who has an Avril tattoo should feel embarrassed. If you like your tattoo and you still like Avril, go for it. We don't care. From, yeah, for me and my morals, I don't like it. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with all of that. And it's funny because uh, <laughs> our boy Tyga has some tattoos Oof. that are perhaps regrettable in this scenario. <laughs> so it's sort of Oof. all of that. I mean, one of them is not. So he does have a tattoo of his son's name, and he's not with uh, Black China, who's the mother of that right. child anymore. And I'm sure that he does not regret having the son's name. But doesn't he have Kylie Jenner's name tattooed somewhere? Or am I making that up? Um, we can double check that, but I feel like he does. Regardless, there's so many similarities between Tyga and Modson. But before we get into that, let's just recap everything that has happened. We last reported everything I just said. Perhaps Avril and Madsen have broken up. We now know that is officially true. We also know 
that Avril went to Paris Fashion Week with a ton of other celebs. A ton of people are there that are famous. She's made some uh, Instagram posts with Fletcher. She's made some Instagram posts with Noah Cyrus. Lots of people that she has been, uh, that are celebrities that she's with in Paris Fashion Week, including Leonardo DiCaprio's party. Sure. Guess what other celebrity is there? Tyga. (laughs) Now, this is where it gets messy because if we all remember, Monson proposed to Avril in Paris 10 months ago. God, that's so recent. It's so recent. It was not even a year. Granted, I also think they were only together for like a year, maybe a year and a half at the time of engagement. So things moved fast on the up and up and they moved fast on the down. (laughs) Oh my God. So while in Paris Fashion Week, we now have paparazzi photos of Avril and Tyga kissing. And like a dude in the background looking like, wow! It's so <laughs> whack. Yes. And then we also have Tyga's Instagram story that I screenshot, which is just him and Avril like posing for paparazzi in one photo. One photo they're just walking, but they're not trying to avoid the paparazzi. In another photo they're walking and clearly not avoiding the paparazzi. So of course this, had they not kissed, had there not been this rumor about him, I also honestly would have thought maybe those photos were just, oh, she posted one with Noah Cyrus, she posted one with Fletcher, here's some Tyga photos. Except that Tyga posted three of the photos, the three photos I just mentioned. That's a lot of photos. Especially in the context of them knowing that these rumors are going around. Yeah, you have to know what you're doing there. So whether or not they are in a relationship, dating, just figuring it out, whatever, they are more together than Avril and Madsen are. (laughs) In a huge way. Oh, Madsen. Buddy. I still don't like him, but wow. <laughs> I found an article from two days ago that I haven't read yet. It says Avril and, T- this is from Us Weekly, Avril Levine and Tyga's romance is, quote, totally unexpected, but organic. It's built on friendship. I'm using a lot of air quotes because that's what the article did, except they were real quotes because it's written word. Um, And so it says Avril Levine and Tyga were longtime pals before taking the relationship to the next level and sparks are flying. Quote, Avril and Tyga never imagined a romance would happen, and this was totally unexpected, a source exclusively tells Us Weekly. They have no idea where things are going, but they're enjoying spending time together. They have great chemistry. I think her team is doing huge damage control, and it's not working. Like, to me, she cheated on Monson. That's, like, what has happened. I think what they're trying to pull on us is she couldn't help it. They just built this really strong connection that had been going on for a long time and Avril couldn't ignore it anymore. And so now she's with Tyga. Totally. And it's like, that's nonsense. You didn't break up with your fiance who was leaving for tour. You absolutely had an opportunity to do that. If you were going to clearly end your relationship, that would have been the perfect time. I have a great question. And this is just like a philosophical, I've been watching too much just between us and this is the kind of thing they would do. I actually don't know how to phrase this question. Basically, obviously we know like it's cheating if you're in a relationship and you kiss somebody else. Is it still bad? Is it just as bad, not as bad, a little bit worse if you break up with your partner in order to be with somebody else? Not as bad. Really? Even though you, even though like you were kind of emotionally, mentally cheating already? Yeah, because you were 
you gave the person an out instead of them having to find out that your relationship was over. You know what I mean? Like you said things are over between us and then you did something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Totally not as bad. But well, not in the context of Maud's son because that was obviously a very weird situation where she yeah. may or may not have broken up with him via tabloid and I need us to remember that that is true. <laughs> yeah, that's so crazy. Um, but like I had a an old roommate of mine who did this who broke up with his girlfriend and was immediately dating somebody else that he worked with. And so like, we don't know if he cheated or not. Like we don't know if a physical barrier was crossed um, prior to him breaking up with his girlfriend. But like, regardless, he broke up with her for this girl. Right. And but that's fair. Genuinely, that's fair. If you meet someone and you realize you like them better than your partner, then you should break up with your partner. Yes, but I think if I were on the receiving end of that, if I were the partner being broken up with, I think that would hurt almost as much as getting fully cheated on. I agree with that. But I think that like the person who broke up with you did everything that they were supposed to do in this scenario. Yeah. It's just going to hurt. The world it's a is breakup. bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but it's like, it's not even just a breakup. It's like, it's like, not only do you not want me, you like, you specifically, I was so unimportant that you met this other person. You were like, yeah, fuck, fuck my partner. I just want to be with this person. <laughs> well, not necessarily, though, because, I mean, we've talked a lot on this show, weirdly enough, even though it seems like it wouldn't be relevant. But we've talked a lot on this show about how sometimes you just can't, like, your feelings are what they are. You know what yeah. I mean? And so if your feelings are what they are. Why would that not be relevant to this podcast? <laughs> that seems super relevant to this podcast. Which is actually secretly a relationship podcast. <laughs> yeah. And Avril Lavigne's just the conduit. That's all I actually want in life. Like, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to Just Between Us, which I've mentioned a million times. Then I listen to Why Won't You Date Me, which is Nicole Byers podcast, trying to figure out, like, why she's single. And basically just talking to people about relationships. And that's what I want. <laughs> Not to be single for that long, but I want a relationship podcast. That's hilarious. Yeah, I never listen to relationship podcasts. You're missing <laughs> out, man. I accidentally keep making one, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the article continues, while the pair have been friends for years, they were, quote, strictly platonic up till recently, the insider says really trying to do that damage control right adding that quote since they've already built a foundation of friendship it was an organic transition to something more but again it's not an organic transition if you are not telling your fiance and he's finding out via tabloid what is organic about that well my thing is also like i we said this i think last week that like love is a feeling but a relationship is a commitment a, mm -hmm. a marriage is a choice like you have to wake up and choose this every day and i think Getting engaged, to me, because I don't really understand the point of marriage, to me, an engagement is just as serious as a marriage. Yeah, it's not a legally binding contract. You uh, don't have to give up half of your stuff or however your prenup is <laughs> dictates, but it's still like you have committed to be with this person for the rest of your life. That is what happened when you said yes to the engagement or when you proposed, whichever one you are in that situation. And so I don't understand how Avril could be fully engaged, like had to be planning a wedding and was like, mm, I'm just going to go be with Tyga instead. Yeah, it's it's wild. I mean, I, I have also said this on the podcast before, which is that like, to me, the time that you're engaged is the time when you seriously say, 
okay, are we going to be together forever or not? Like that is the purpose of an engagement in my brain is to like really get down to brass tacks and say, are we actually going to make this commitment? And so it's totally fair. Hypothetically also, you have already decided with your partner. I mean, this is a May and I agreement that maybe is <laughs> not the agreement of the rest of society. But to us, you should already have decided that you wanted to be together forever prior to anyone proposing to anybody. 100%. Yeah. So yes, by this time, not only have you, you've already decided, you are now saying officially you can't back out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually think- Technically you can't, true. technically you can't. I think that's the time to back out if you're going to. Well, yes, like, like you want to say you... no to the engagement. Yes, that is your time. But after you've agreed, you've agreed, you're done, you're married. <laughs> I don't agree. <laughs> I totally don't agree. <laughs> Like, to me, that is like, we're going to take a year and actually be very serious and like tell everyone that we plan to be together forever. And if that doesn't feel good, then we should stop. I feel like you should have already done that, though. Well, My opinion. To Like, un until you're actually planning the wedding, something doesn't fully click in your brain until you're actually taking those real steps. And so that's why you don't just say, here's a ring and we're married now. Like, that is mm -hmm. the purpose of it being a time period <laughs> between those two things, you know? And, like, certainly as someone who's gotten engaged and gotten married, right. that was a time where we were like, okay, but are we really serious about this? <laughs> but were, was, there real, there was, was there really any thought in either of your heads that maybe the answer would be no? I mean, I think that's what you should, like, that's the approach you should take. But I feel like you guys had already decided to this commitment, you got engaged you continue to be like, like, it'd be one thing if you were telling me, and I get you if you wouldn't want to say this on the podcast, but it would be one thing <laughs> if you were like, no, I, I was using that time to decide if this was what I wanted or not. But I feel like you had already made that decision. I feel like I would want to have already made that decision. And I understand you're saying that there's something clicks in your brain that you cannot uh, force to click in your brain earlier. And I've never experienced an engagement, so I wouldn't know. But in my fantasy world, that's not how that works. <laughs> well, I think that a broken engagement is good because that's not a divorce, which is a much bigger deal. It's a much messier thing. And mm -hmm. I think that if you break off your engagement, it it shows that you were taking that time seriously and you decided that you didn't want to get married and you should make that decision. Avril could have done that. I don't have a problem with that. She did not do it the right way. <laughs> <laughs> I still have a problem with it. I think if you were unsure at the time of engagement, you should have waited to get engaged. I don't think that in today's society, there are a lot of reasons why it's necessary to get married really quickly. Some people have personal, like, no, I'm not even saying personal opinions. I mean, there might be, a, if you need a green card, if you like are from a foreign country and your partner is from a different country and you have to get married or else you cannot be together. That's one thing. I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about if you have a situation where in order to live together, you have to be married. Like, fine. I mean, like for us random people who are living like they're married anyway, because a lot of people move in together before, before engagement, a lot of people buy property. I have a friend who has a, owns a house with someone she's not married to. In like those situations, I don't see the point of getting engaged uh, quickly or without taking the proper time to figure it out. And I think Avril could have taken more time. And that's what I thought when she got engaged. But I was like, you know what? She is older than, a lot older than me. She's been married twice. Maybe she just really, really understands what a marriage is 
thinks that Maud's son is that person and like fine and now that's not true well I think she probably did think that at the time because that's the other thing like again part of the reason that I think you should use an engagement to really examine your relationship and put it under a microscope and see if you want the marriage at the end is because a lot of people think that they want to be married when they get engaged and then they realize perhaps too late that it's not what they want yeah I just, I actually, speaking of just between us for the millionth time on today's episode, one of the co-hosts of that had been engaged and her fiance broke off the engagement and it was absolutely crushing to her because she also didn't know anything was wrong. Everything was like great in her mind. And then all of a sudden he was like, I've been thinking about this for months and like- That's so crazy. Didn't want to work on it with her. (laughs) Yeah, very bad. And now she's engaged again, new person, and she, (laughs) this was kind of a joke, but I don't think it was really a joke, had apparently told her fiancé, like, you have to marry me now. I don't care if we get divorced after. (laughs) I cannot have another broken engagement. (laughs) And I get that. That's really funny. Um, Okay, so to continue on the article, uh, Monday, March 6th, the happy couple confirmed their relationship by packing on the PDA while attending the Muggler... Muggler ex Hunter Schaefer party at Fa- Paris Fashion Week, even holding hands and sharing a smooch before entering the bash. I have one comment that I've noticed in a sure. lot of these articles, and I just want to throw it out there. Yeah. Why don't tabloids ever just use the word kiss? <laughs> Why do we need to be so coy about it? Because it's like the, you know, constantly it's like they shared a smooch. They were locking lips. Like, ew, she's saying they were kissing. Don't be weird. <laughs> But then they would just be saying, oh, this couple kiss and this couple kiss and this couple kiss. They're trying to get creative. Let them use their creative writing degrees. (laughs) I would rather read that. I'm just saying. Levine's relationship with the taste artist comes just two weeks after Us confirmed her split from Maud's son. The pair were together for more than two years before the Canada native ended their engagement. An insider told Us earlier this month that they were estranged for months before officially pulling the plug on the romance. Estranged. Yeah. So that's, I think, based... They're basing that off of whoever said that they were on and off for two months. Yeah. But, like, again, I don't know what that means. How can you be on and off for two months? I don't actually think that that is possible. Unless you're, like, in middle school and each relationship is only a week, fine. But, like, as real adults, how could you possibly get together and break up enough times for anybody to call it on and off in only two months? Yeah, that's silly. Also, estranged to me sounds like they were not speaking. Yeah, it sounds like like a legal separation. Right. Right. And like they have agreed not to communicate with one another. And frankly, the only way that this would be like in any way feasible is if Avril like tried to say, hey, I don't think this is working. And my son said, I'm just going to not speak to you because I don't want to deal with that. And I refuse to believe it. And then he ghosted her fully, you know, two months ago. In that case, she's kind of within her rights to just move on because that seems like ending the relationship in its own way. But I want to be clear. I don't think that's what happened. No. Avril should tell us. What if that's it, though? What if we're, like, bashing Avril for nothing and she did it all by the book because Monson fucking sucks because we already know that he does? <laughs> but here's the problem, though. I think Monson, I'm not a fan. I don't like right. Tyga either. He has his own sordid past, and I have a lot of questions about him. Like, yep. doubling up on the dudes who date women way 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 younger than them and ugh, a way that grosses me out and also yeah. has some uh domestic violence accusations i don't know if anything mm-hmm. ever happened with that but uh-oh 
Anyway. Uh-oh, SpaghettiO? <laughs> Majorly uh-oh, SpaghettiO. But it seems to me like he sucks. Maybe Mod Sun sucks. What if Avril just sucks too? I mean, like, you kind of yeah. are who you spend time with. That is a great point. I'm going to get us real quick to the confirmation that they broke up, which came from Mod Sun. Um, he posted on Instagram to say, quote, in one week, my entire life completely changed. I just know there's a plan for it all. I'll keep my head up and always listen to my heart, even when it feels broken. Will you keep your head above water, Mod? <laughs> what did you say? Um, and that was on February 28th. So that's, so heartbroken. That was the confirmation for me. Other people were just going based off tabloids. I needed the confirmation from one of them. And that was it. Now. Modson is currently on tour, as we know, and uh, somebody sent me a message on Reddit. They said, hey, I read you guys are doing a follow-up on your last episode. That would be right now. I don't know if you would care, but I have a Modson-related tidbit from my experience at his Chicago concert last night. We would care. We would care deeply. We absolutely but care. Send us shit like this, please. We love it. We were actually celebrating you. Hey, person. We love <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> we're a huge fan. Um, they want us to refer to them as Danny Boy. Hey, Danny so. Boy. Hey, look at me. Hey, Danny Boy. <laughs> look me in the eye. <laughs> huge fan of your work, dog. <laughs> we love you. Okay. Um, the concert is pretty fun, and I think he's a good performer, but I could tell he's using his concerts to add a little fuel to the fire. At least, as an Avril fan now for 20 years, that's how I felt. Before he sings Avril songs, and I've read this on other message- Avril song, sorry, that's the title of the song. Avril song, and I've read this on other message boards and social media that he has been doing this since the breakup. He dedicates it to whatever city he's in. Last night, he was like, tonight, this is Chicago's song, and I get it. You want to sing a new song, but it just so happens to be about your ex. But what rubbed me the wrong way was when he prefaced karma with this song goes out to the one to one person out there in the world tonight (laughs) i guess in a sense the karma is like being with taiga yeah that sucks kind of out of the frying pan into the fire a little bit Um, there's another time where he basically said that my personal life is so crazy right now and that performing on tour has helped him get through it. He also changed his set list since the first couple shows I read up on. He hasn't been performing Shelter. That is a song off his new album that is with Avril and instead has been performing Bones. Oddly, he still plays Flames weird that is also a song with avril using avril's vocals there was this one chick in the crowd here's some tea there's this one chick in the crowd who held up her phone screen on the notes app that said in max font who the fuck is avril and avril who and at one point i heard her scream fuck avril levine and it took everything in my power not to call her out for it it was me. Danny Sorry. boy. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we, we, we would have supported you if you did, if you did want to call someone out. Yeah. It's also like, here's the thing that's crazy. Here's the cognitive dissonance of this podcast. If you had gone over and said something to her, I would have supported you, but I also yeah. totally supported her. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, this thing is like, I'm out here being like, Avril's like, this is a terrible thing. And then as soon as I read that the first time, I was like, yeah, fuck that girl. Like, Avril's great. <laughs> <laughs> what I, the thing so. that I am gonna just land on, I think, is that I love and care about teen Avril. You know what I mean? Like, I care about the OG Avril. I think she's straight mm-hmm. from the light in many ways. I think her music is Best on the Love Sucks album. It's a great um, album. And it's like... It's a great album. It, maybe Love Sucks because it's your fault, dude. Like... Right. Maybe we're noticing a pattern. 
So that's the thing. Maybe you suck at love, you know? So, speaking of patterns, Madsen, as we've said many times, dated Tana Manjo and Bella Thorne when they were both 19 years old and he was in his early 30s, I believe. Yes, which I will say is better than the Tyga Kylie situation, but he was older. Tyga, when he was 24, dated Kylie Jenner. I've seen some reports that put her at 17 and some reports said she was 16 when they started dating. Really makes my skin crawl. 16 years old child literal child Mm -hmm. not an adult so that's really gross like and i think i don't i i guess maybe men don't think like this i look at teenagers and i'm like you look like a child this is gross there's actually this viral thing going around dylan sprout or cole sprouse was on the call her daddy podcast talking about how he lost his virginity and he said he was 14 and that all of his friends had already lost it. And somebody pulled up a photo of what he looked like at 14. And like, Please. to me, that's an eight-year-old. Yes. That's what it looked like. Ugh, eight-year-old That grosses child. me out majorly. Yeah. That gives Super me the gross. ick. Am I using that right? Am I cool? Yes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Gen Z, let us know. <laughs> Actually, Jesse, please, please don't let me know if I sound cool. Good God. I'm not ready for that roast. Um, so now this is two guys in a row that have a history of dating teenagers. In both cases, teenagers. Right. The Us Weekly article that you were just reading says that Tyga met Kylie at her Sweet 16. Right. That was it. Yes, they met at her Sweet 16. So I don't even care if they started dating at 17. Like... That's still gross. Well, he was a whole ass adult. 17 is also gross. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So that's now two men in a row. So that's weird. And in both of these cases, like, weirdly, Avril's older than both of them. Mm -hmm. So, like, also just for the record, we know Avril dated Brody Jenner. Brody Jenner is half-siblings with Kylie Jenner. Yeah, the whole thing. What a tangled web. Also, Tyga has a kid with Black China. Black China uh, it was with Rob Kardashian. <laughs> Rob Kardashian is step siblings with Kylie Jenner. Also, Courtney Kardashian, half half sibling of Kylie Jenner, is married to Travis Barker, who owns the record label that Avril is signed to. And Maude is friends with him. And and it, like, yeah. here's the other thing: have I ta- have I said on the podcast, or is this something that I've just repeatedly said to you? Then, mm-hmm. like, you're bound to date a Kardashian or a Jenner. If you're yeah, no, enough. you. I think you. <laughs> that's such a good question. If you said it on the podcast, yeah. or I think you said it on the podcast, and like. Now I've come to realize that that includes their exes. You're gonna date a Kardashian or an ex. If everyone is going to date a Kardashian eventually, everyone will also date an ex of a Kardashian. Because everyone will become an ex of a Kardashian. Yes, exactly. And then whenever they date anyone, that person's dating the ex of a Kardashian. Yes. These people live in clown world. I don't know what's going on. Something (laughs) is in the water. I'm still waiting for Pete Davidson to run out of women and get to me. Yeah. I'm not that into him. I just need to know what the hype is. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Also, if that tweet is right and he does have herpes, we have something in common. That's a great uh, first step, you know, kind of beautiful. To to finish what Danny Boy wrote to us, because they obviously spent a lot of time on writing it, so we're going to uh, reward our fans. And also, we're ba-da-ba-ba-ba loving it. <laughs> we are. I laughed, but we are. 
To play devil's advocate, I think him using the tour to get over it is all right, and I don't think Mod is a bad person. He has grown up a lot since he first started music years ago. Have you guys seen that picture on stage with They Said Tana, but it's actually Bella Thorne? And they sent the photo, and it's super gross. It's Bella singing into a microphone, and then Mod on his knees at Bella's crotch, using the microphone like it is a penis that he is sucking on. Yeah, it's really nice. It's super disturbing. Like, Don't really look up young. the photo. I just told you what it is. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba, we hate that. <laughs> <laughs> but it isn't entirely mature to be shading your ex in front of crowds of people every night. It just felt like it pumped people like that Avril Hayden girl to be toxic about stuff when you're additionally preaching about being kind and shit. Personally, while I did have a good time, I was kind of sad about the whole thing because I was really hoping they would work out. I originally bought the tickets months ago on the off chance Avril would join him on the tour. After the concert, I was telling my boyfriend about the Avril Hayden girl in the crowd and while we were walking to our car, another fan heard me and was like, oh my god, did she really say that? And I started talking to them as we walked about the whole fiasco and their relationship. I showed them my let go. Oh, this is why the, this person has the tattoo. I showed them my let go star tattoo on my wrist and they showed me their lovely Avril tattoo on their shoulder. I'm just glad I wasn't the only Avril super fan there. It made me really feel better that I wasn't the only one feeling bittersweet about the whole ordeal. Hell yeah. Again, Danny boy, do not feel bad about your Avril tattoo. Yes, it's we probably love your a Avril badass tattoo. tattoo. Yes. Yeah. Maybe I'll get one. Maybe send me yours so I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, may you have no tattoos and you're going to get an Avril Lavigne theme tattoo. You can all start somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say this in terms of like him using the tour to heal. I don't think that's possible because the situation you're in while you're on tour is you're like working, 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 working. All yeah. you're doing is like eat, sleep, perform, party, repeat. He doesn't really, I don't know how, to what extent he parties, but like he's very busy right now and probably very exhausted yeah. and you don't have time to like mourn your relationship in that situation. And if he's getting up there and he's like using those shows to vent, that's going to still be a different thing than like actually healing, you know? Yeah. And so I don't think he's going to be able to get to the point where he can start to heal from this until the tour is over. Yes. I do think that there is something to be said about leaving your normal environment to heal because I know with, and we were not broken up, my ex from college had 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 to leave the country because she was uh, not a citizen here and had to work out a visa issue. And she ended up being gone for two months. And at the end of the first month, I went on this little vacation where I participated in a YouTube reality series. <laughs> and I ran all around Boston and had a great time and met all these new people and did things I never done in my life. And it was just like very out of my element in a really fun way. And after that, when I came back from that, I was like, had when my now ex left, been a breakup, this is the point where I would be over it, about a month after. We were not broken up though, and so I stayed in a relationship for a couple more months that I did not want to be in, because I kept trying to make it work, and then I just kept trying to like, I don't know, like wait for <laughs> important days to pass. Uh, I don't, yeah, to, I get that, I get that. Yeah, just trying to wait for her birthday, and then- Yeah, for... yeah, that's tough. I yeah. understand where that would happen. Yeah. So, um, and then uh, also on the flip side, when the man who broke my heart into a million pieces dumped me, I thought maybe I should go to London um, and see my friend Stevie and like that'll be my way to get over this. Um, that would have been, we ended in, I think, 
the end of May and this I would have gone in September. And I didn't end up going. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to be over it by then. Guess who was not fucking over it by then? <laughs> Me. I yeah. did a couple months later go to Israel. And I will say, I think Israel was the very beginning of the healing process for me. It was the first time where I like, oh, I didn't think about, like, his birthday came and went and I didn't think about uh-huh. it. And I would go whole days and not think about him. And that was a very big deal at the time. And so I can see if him getting out of his home would help heal except that he wasn't in his home when it happened yeah and also he's working like a full-time job right now and like yeah mega busy as opposed to if he just went listen my mans should like go on a real vacation (laughs) and that would be totally healing as opposed to this which kind of like keeps you from processing your feelings because you're too busy to do so especially if you have a creative outlet in a weird way because like he's not really actually probably listen i'm speculating mod correct me my guy but like it's probably not actually that cathartic to be going up there and performing songs that you wrote with someone you care about who ended your relationship and like maybe it would be cathartic to actually talk a lot of shit about her but he's not doing that i mean it sounds like he's doing a tiny tiny bit of that but you know nothing too wild Yeah, I think it's weird when you have an entire album of songs. Why are you singing the songs that you have with her? Yeah. Like, not only do you have this entire album, you have previous albums, which we know you're singing songs from because you sang Karma. That's a previous album. Um, So, like, just don't sing Avril's song. It's like, also, it's bad. We'll do that next episode, which we said was going to be this episode, but really it's going to be next episode. We are going to do a lyric read yes. of Shelter and Avril's song because they're really bad. Facts. Um, I just also wanted to uh, shout out uh, another person who commented on Reddit to say this was nine days ago from March 10th. So March 1st or 2nd, whatever that would be. Um, said, just to add a little context, Avril has been with Tyga at Parish Fashion Week since Monday, just the two of them together. So it looks like they might actually be dating. This was interesting to me because at the time we had no other, I had no evidence that they were together. So this was the first person to tell me that. I don't know how you knew. Tell me your secrets. Be on the podcast. Um okay. <laughs> so later there were photos of them together and, and uh it was I think I could verify that they were both at Paris Fashion Week but I didn't like think to do that until this person had said it so thank you for that and then Avril scrapped most of Head Above Water after her breakup with J.R. Rodham as he was the executive producer for the album album and then wrote Dumb Blonde about him. This was in reference to us never having heard of J.R. Rodham a <laughs> supposed ex-boyfriend yeah. of hers that I believe was around Around the time when she had Lyme disease, that's just me <laughs> guessing, but I think it makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then the lyric, you think that the number inside your bank account is the way into my heart from Deja Vu and Love Sex is aimed at billionaire Philip Seraphim, who she was with for nearly a year. Again, a man we had never heard of until last episode. Yeah, like, who is this person? Is she in Avril's camp? Sorry, are they? I don't know what your pronouns are. Yeah, I don't know this person's gender. Um, I, yeah, like, literally is this... <laughs> Is one of our listeners Avril's, like, best friend or something? It's Melissa. Every time anything happens, I'm going to say it's Melissa. (laughs) Also, I want to just say that uh, I had a thought, and the thought is as follows. So I was thinking about how wild it is that Avril, who is a person who has written songs about how being cheated on is terrible, was like, let me just cheat. Yeah. And I was thinking about the lyrics to our favorite Avril Lavigne got cheated on song. 
Oh, no. And our favorite line, which we still have to get made into beautiful wall art, which is, uh, oh, yes. Now you're somewhere out there with some bitch slut psycho. And it occurred to me that who's the bitch slut psycho in this situation but Tyga? And Maude's Tyga's son <laughs> is the person who's singing the song. <laughs> Tyga's a bitch slut psycho. Yeah. Oh, God. I. I can't get over, I think maybe Maud's son ghosted Avril, and that's why she thought they were broken up and she could go out with Tyga. I'm telling you, Maud should let us know. Maud, be on the pod. I, you know, I reached out to Maud once. I sent an email and an Instagram message. I know. I was asking, um, does Avril call you Maud or Derek? Oh, yeah. He didn't respond. Yeah, I feel like she must call him Maude after the Wibbly situation. Right, like you'd think that that'd be weird, right? <laughs> well, I was talking to George about this, and I could tell that he doesn't listen to our podcast, because I was like, well, I can't believe that she cheated on Maude's son with Tyga. And he was like, who the hell is Maude's son? <laughs> I thought you were going to say who the hell is Tyga. No. Like, yeah, okay. <laughs> he had absolutely no idea who Maude's son was. And he was like, why is he named that? And then I showed him a picture of my son and he goes, Ew! <laughs> I know that your husband doesn't listen to our podcast because one time I told him, you have to under, what you have to understand is, and he did not get it. Oh, went right over his head. You hate to yeah, see Yeah, and it. I even asked if he got it and he just ignored it. Oh, <laughs> no! Oh, no, you hate to hear that. It's really funny. You have to understand, George. Yeah. I, I'll I'll have to just get him to listen to only that part. He has to understand that he has to get that reference. You know what you I mean? You have to understand that you have to understand. Like, that's all it is. Uh, you have to. So, this has been kind of... I just feel like this episode had no clear structure. That's fine. Neither did our last one. It's like, you just have to... We All we can do is all we can do. You have... What you have to understand is you have to understand. Um... <laughs> I feel like this is our free Britney moment where the Britney's Graham podcast blew up because uh, there was so much media coverage of, uh, and, and they were like the start of it. Totally. And I wish that we were the start of this. Um, and instead other people are getting 3 million views on TikTok talking about the breakup and we are here <laughs> making rude. a podcast. I have to yeah, edit. What the hell, what the hell I by Avril Uh <laughs> So... Uh, I just want to reiterate to everybody, both Modson and Tyga dated teenagers when they were adults. Mm-hmm. Both Modson and Tyga have exes tattooed on their bodies. Mm-hmm. For Modson, that ex happens to be Avril, but like, mm-hmm. um, both of them suck. And also Tyga has domestic violence charges against him, um, yeah. which I, I mean, believe were dropped or like the felony charge of it was dropped. I'm not going to get into any sort of like, I, they're just out there. That's all I'll say. <laughs> yes. We're not going to say anymore. You can look it up if you want. Google is free if you pay for the internet. So it's not yes. really free, but. Go to your local public library. <laughs> yeah, go to your local library. <laughs> so what do we do? <laughs> How do we move forward? I really don't know. I think we're going to sort of learn more in the coming week, weeks, perhaps. But it feels very weird in this time of turmoil to be doing an Avril podcast, you know? Do we stand? Do we have to unstand? It's also just, like, I want her to tell us, like, what do you mean on and off for two months? Did Modson ghost you? Like, what happened? And even, like, a perfectly curated statement is never going to come out of her mouth because, like, that isn't what she does. No, she's so silent about these things. And, like, now more than ever, Avril, 
We need you to say something about this one because you look really bad, I must say. Well, it's not even like just that she's not saying anything. She turned off Instagram comments. So no one can comment on her recent Instagram, which was the first one posted after it was confirmed that she and Tyga are locking lips. If I were to be an Us Weekly <laughs> article. Um, what about the First <laughs> Amendment? Did she not care about our freedoms? <laughs> the issue is that I'm worried that somebody will believe that. <laughs> this has nothing to do with the First Amendment. Disclaimer. Disclaimer. <laughs> it's a bit. At some point, we're going to do our fan fiction podcast, and then I also think at some point we should do a law podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I don't know what it would be, but... <laughs> Just, like, me as boringly as possible explaining, like, 1L case law. Um, no, I think it would have to be me attempting to like layman the law and you telling me how i'm really fucking it up just me going like mm, i gotta stop you there every 45 yeah, exactly. seconds exactly <laughs> that's hysterical sit on that i think there's i think there's content there, there. <laughs> i I'm disappointed that I really believed last episode that she and Tyga were not together. Yeah, we kind of we kind of goofed up on that one. But yeah, what were we, we really had faith. We were trying to be in our girl's corner, and it feels yeah. like when like your your friend just absolutely does something unacceptable, and you're yeah. like, "Buddy, like what? I'm supposed to back you up, and this is what you do." Well, then that's the thing is a lot of people, that's why so many, like, people stay friends with rapists because, like, Uh, uh, they're just like, no, but I don't believe that my friend would do that. And so then Uh they're just like, they, they pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. I will say we're not drawing any sort of a comparison to average behavior (laughs) in that. (laughs) I want to be so clear. No one has done that in this scenario. (laughs) In this scenario, we cannot guarantee Anything past. I don't know anything. I don't know these people. <laughs> um, allegedly. Oh, just kidding. No. I don't know that there's anything allegedly. Allegedly, there allegedly could be somewhere on the internet. Allegedly, some sort of accusation. these people are humans who are out there. Oh. Yeah. I've, that's what I've heard anyway. You know what I heard? He was a boy <gasps> and she was a girl. You've kind of made that extremely obvious. I don't have any follow-up questions. Good. Wouldn't it be crazy if Avril realizes she's non-binary? Oh my god. She's just had to reckon with this for years. (gasps) And that's why she's making all these bad decisions. She's just spiraling out of control because she wrote that song all those years ago. Oh man. We are also not saying that Avril's gender identity is anything other than what she said it is. Yes, yeah, we've never... (laughs) Hey, gang, hey, gang, comedy podcast. It's okay, it's okay. (laughs) There's a limit to the amount of disclaiming we can do when we're just making making jokes. Making jokes. don't take anything we've ever said seriously. (laughs) Except for, I think that there's one thing that I said where I was like, I stand by this, and I stand by it. (laughs) I don't know what it is, but I think I said that one time. Awesome. Hell yeah. (laughs) So whatever that was, that one you can take seriously. Everything else, joke. Oh, except for the fact that Modson dated a teenager and also Tyga dated a teenager. Not a joke. True facts. Those are both facts, yes. Hey gang, don't don't do that. We've said it on the podcast before. Well, I have no doubt say it again. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) 
mean, if you are a teenager, yeah. you should you should be dating then teenagers. Don't try to date non-teenagers. Yes, absolutely. May, I'm so single. <laughs> <laughs> at least I know you'll never date a teenager. Yeah, at least I've literally, literally never in my life have I dated a teenager. Look at that. Yeah. I've been on dates when I was a teenager. I went on, I think, a total of two dates nice. with other teenagers. But that's it. I wouldn't call those dating because it was like one or two. So. I get that. Um, that's just to say that we just did this whole thing speculating about relationship and I had a lot of uh, opinions about relationships and I literally feel like I've never been in one because that college one feels like so long ago. <laughs> that's fair. I literally think I've been single forever. Wow. Yeah. Ain't that the way. Uh, are you I know. lying in your bed thinking love sucks? I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're at least in a better situation than Mod Sun is right now, though. So you can kind of at least take comfort in that. You know, we're going to end on that note. That's, <laughs> it. that's, the, that's the truth. <laughs> at least Sorry, you're Mod. not Mod Sun. Yeah. <laughs> this has been another episode of What More Can I Say? A Skater Boy Fancast. Can I make it any more obvious? <laughs>